What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast. One half of your favorite fat duo here, Mr. Tony Trujillo, with my buddy, as always, Austin Rawlson. Austin, buddy, what is up in your world? Busy. Um, election season starting. We've got caucuses. If you're listening to this, go to your caucus. Go to your figure out where your caucus location and make sure you go in caucus there. Caucus is very important. It's where you get to um, pick who is your candidate and who's running. So if you don't like the system we have where it's the lesser of two evils, <clears throat> get involved in your caucus and your in your assemblies and uh, make sure that non-evil candidates win um, and get on the ballot. Um, then we've got assemblies, state, county, and congressional. So those are coming up. But most importantly, go to caucus. Caucus is March 1st, 6 o'clock. Find your location. Um, and worst case scenario, you can send a message to the here, and I will find your caucus location. Um, but yeah, definitely try get yourself to caucus. Austin's for real about this too. He means business, especially because it's that come, time. If you, if you don't go to caucus, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to. Steal all of your eggs out of your refrigerator and hide them <laughs> in places around your house, like in your easy chair. So when you sit down, you'll sit on an egg and it'll burst and you'll have egg all over your back. I'll put a bunch of them in like each of your pillowcases and in your sheets. So when you get in bed, you're like, what's this little and it pops and then you got egg yolk all in you between your toes. Jesus. <laughs> Austin's like, if you don't vote, I swear to God, I'll fucking kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Dude, I, um, bus. I can run you over now. I mean, aside from election season, have you seen a lot of the mushroom clouds that we get over in Ukraine? Hey, no mushroom clouds yet, but dude, it's fucking sad. I'll say that it's really fucking sad, man. And our president has sucks. Joe so Biden, that's not helping nothing. I'm gonna say, has, has Joe Biden officially cemented himself as the worst president in Amer- American history? Cuck. I think that. I think she might. I well, think he might be getting under the pressure. Well, did you see what he had said was like his uh, outline, the sanctions he was going to put in place about crippling them like financially? But, you know, not like going after him. Here's the thing. I understand the argument that we can't really go after Russia because of nuclear war. But I'm also like, okay, but here's the problem. They take over Ukraine and then China takes over Taiwan and on and on. And then they come to our doorstep and we're fucked because we don't have all that support like we have to do something eventually but again this is you know cold war shit all over again except for it's not cold it's hot (laughs) no dude this is like i watched some of these videos and it's truly sickening it's really sad it's fucked up there's little kids and shit man people crying people losing their homes Innocent people are going to get hurt because of this. And it's so scary because you see how realistic this really is. Could you imagine being in a country that isn't being invaded? We've never really been close to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's so fucking scary to me. Yeah, The last time we were invaded was, let's see. We uh, opened up the sun on somebody. Yeah, that's true. We weren't invaded. So the last time we were really invaded was the Mexican-American War. <clears throat> but even that doesn't really right. count because the second Mexican-American War happened, God we blew it. those freaking – we blew Mexico the Spain, Mexico into the next century. So the last time we were really invaded was the War of 1812. So, so long after Literally 100 ago. <laughs> years ago. Yeah, not, not in our time like at all. Ago. So we're pretty lucky when you think about it. Like, uh, we have it made, but these countries that don't, it's, you know, it's really fucking, it's frightening. It freaks me out a little bit because I worry about what's going to happen to us. Who fucking knows? I mean, 
Is this not the first time that they've tried this shit on Ukraine? No. When Obama was president, they just straight annexed Crimea. It was like, hey, yo, this is ours now. And Ukraine's like, yo, are y'all going to let them do this? And Obama said, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are. It's always like a... Don't care what you say. Well, it's always like a Democratic president that allows it. I think it's fucking... Mm. I'll leave it at that. I'm just a little, like, scared when I see it. I think it's just because it hits home a little bit. We're living in a time where we have to be fucking frightened. We have to worry about what's going to happen to us because some idiot can't make any fucking decisions. And, like, I hate people that are out there, like, oh, it's not our problem, it's not our business. I'm like, dude, it's going to become our problem. This is a big right. fucking problem. Well, because the thing is, if you look at a map of Europe, one you just straight cut out. You good, Austin? Don't go, Austin. Oh, baby, please don't go. I think homeboy just like froze on me and left. Oh, God. There you are. I was like, can you hear me? Yeah, I got a thing that said connection lost, and then you faded out, and you faded back in. Son of a bitch. So I wonder wonder who the fuck it recorded talking, because I was sitting here going, I think Austin left, and I was like, don't go. Oh, baby, please don't go. (laughs) But But anyway, the map map of Europe. Yeah, if you look at a map of Europe, and what is directly east or what is directly west of Ukraine is a bunch of NATO countries. So what it becomes is now, like, like right now, we don't have to do anything here as the United States just because it's uh, we don't have a formal agreement with um, with Ukraine. But we do have former with Belgium and Poland and Estonia and Latvia. And we have sitting NATO um, agreements of these countries. If he moves into that, guess who has to have boots on the ground? Us. Exactly. And what he said about anyone intervening, it was a reasonably worded threat. That was something that, in my opinion, if we had a real president, that would be, and I posted about this, that would be an invitation to be like, okay, we just want to make sure you know what you're saying before we go down this road. Yeah. But... I'm president, and he says anybody who meddles or anybody who gets in the way, they will face consequences like we've never seen before. I'm going to be president of the United States. I'm coming in. Ladies and gentlemen of the United States, the president of Russia has said that we will see things that we've never seen before. Last time I checked, we saw we dropped two of those goddamn mother trucks. We dropped two of those things right on top of, J- on, of the empire of Japan. If we need to drop a couple on Russia, that's fine. <laughs> I would get a Oh, yeah, dude. So we, we opened up the fucking the sun. <laughs> so we got to do it again. He, he says like we've never seen. I We literally, we did that to somebody else. Like we, Bring it we on. invented what we've never seen. Like what are you talking about? <laughs> well, we, we will turn Moscow to glass. Let's be clear. Oh, yeah, I'm totally all for evacuating Russia and then just, like, all the good people and then wiping it off the face of the earth. And you know what? I think we should do what Biden did. Just be like, hey, you should probably get out of there. Like, now, in the next 48 hours. And then in 48 hours, Russia is basically no longer on the world. It's, like, completely gone. (laughs) Dude, if only, dude, because I am terrified of Russia. Like, I'm so scared of them, dude. I'm more afraid of them than China. And, dude, have you been watching that fucking Daily Wire special, uh, China, the Enemy Within? Not yet. Dude, it's fucking crazy. It's scary. It's actually very common shit that we kind of already know. But the in-depth analysis is terrifying. It's essentially about how Hollywood elites and the media and all that have sold us out to China. We all kind of know that, but it's about how far that extends. Basically, like, hey, we can destroy ourselves for them. 
that's what they want us to do when they hire these spies and yada 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 it gets a little conspiracy theorist like but it was fucking crazy it made me like more terrified because i've never really thought we should just trust china just for the hell of it we shouldn't trust russia for sure but it's better when we're at peace with these countries than fighting but look where we're at now it's fucking i'm not a i'm not brave enough to go to war but if my number was called i'd go i used to say i wouldn't but i'm like no and and since instances like this when freedom is literally at stake i'd go i'm afraid for sure i'll probably die right away when i get there but (laughs) you just see me running what what the fuck was that it was (laughs) did you just put something in your mouth that you didn't really like I saw you go. Oh no! I don't know what flavored jelly bean that was, but it was not great. <laughs> it, just and it came right back out. <laughs> he was like, "Uh." Ah. I got a oh. trash can down here, so I spat it right in the trash can. It was not a good situation. Stuck it in my mouth and immediately regretted it. It reminds like me of this, that. Go this ahead. Green. But with like dark green spots, don't know what could take flavor it is, but it's not good. It reminds me of that time that we fucking were in your car recording and you found that bag of beef jerky that had been there for a few days and you took a bite and you went, oh. <laughs> you gave me that look like, ew, ew. <laughs> I don't want this shit. Things like I thought it would be fresh. <laughs> Beef jerky oh my god! Last forever. Supposed to, you would think, but if you had like real beef jerky, like from a meat dehydrator, ten times different, dude. It's actually like much better than that crap you get at the store, the Jack Links and shit. Don't get me wrong, I like me some Jack Links. I like some fucking Seven Eleven beef teriyaki bites. I don't mind them, but real, real shit is so fucking bomb. God, man. I got to thinking today. Do you ever just feel like you don't belong? Like, with the way the world is now, do you ever feel like you're just not welcome here anymore because of how different things are? Like, the language has changed socially. It's like you can't say anything because you offend people. You don't fit in anywhere. And when you do, you're in a small group. It's, like, disproportionate. And almost everyone you know is on that big side where you're like, fuck, I can't say anything without offending someone. And if you're like me and you, you don't really give a fuck about offending people, but it sucks because you always offend the people you care about. When you tell them the truth, they get all upset, and you're like, God damn it. You feel almost like a fucking outcast. It's like being a gunslinger without the gun. I don't know if that makes sense, but... Damn, dude, don't you ever just like feel kind of alone? Tony, do we need to find you a, a grippy sock vacation? I don't need a no. You know what I need? I need like a vacation from this fucking country, or like I need to go to Texas, dude. Because maybe this is just my surroundings. I am surrounded by sensitive people who get hurt by everything I say. That includes family, friends, everybody, dude. And people misunderstand me, which really drives me insane. People think that I'm being offensive when I talk. I'm not. I'm just speaking from the heart, and I'm very straightforward. I don't like beating around the bush. But it ends up making people upset, and I, I have always been like, I don't give a shit if you're upset. It's like Ben Shapiro has always said, man, you're not my wife, you're not my kids, I don't care about your feelings. 100% true. But lately, I'm like, fuck. I'm kind of wondering, is, like, am I the it problem? Is it is It is exhausting constantly defending your own... Uh, yeah, it's like more, you're on your not own morality, fuck. but... Like your own humanity. Right. It's like fucked up that you have to like stand up for yourself every five seconds. Because we used to live in a time where that's normal. Just because I think that you probably shouldn't chop your dick off at 17 doesn't mean that I hate you. It just means that I don't think you chopping your penis off is going to do you any good for the long term. Right. It simply means I don't agree with you. And it gets so exhausting because you always have to be the bad guy. 
And sometimes you have to actually hide. You have to hide who you really are, whether it's people you work with or out in public. Unless you fucking had it and you blow up like I do and then you piss people off and they get all offended and start crying and shit. And you're like, God damn it. I hate being the bad guy and I'm not even trying to be. But it just feels like we're not welcomed. I think that's been made very clear by the opposite side. And that's why I'm saying, like, sometimes it just feels like, dude, I just don't belong in this world anymore because the world I grew up in left. It's not welcome here anymore. So it's like fucking being lonely in a sense. It sucks. But then I don't want to surround myself by only friends that agree with me because that's never healthy. It's not healthy at all to be surrounded by people that have the same morals and beliefs than you do. Yes, it helps when you have more of that, but to only know people that agree with you, it doesn't really, it's not good for you. Then you can't have conversations. Then you don't really get to know somebody. See, I'd rather, I'd rather have a conversation with someone that's hurt by what I say, but is willing to talk to me and we can agree to disagree or whatever, as opposed to having to argue and then shutting myself down because I'm embarrassing other people around me or whatever. You know, it's like fucking, it's exhausting. It really gets tiring. It literally is like being on a fucking island. And it's depressing. It really is. This is a depressing-ass topic, but it legitimately feels like I or like we, the type of people we are, just don't fucking belong here anymore because we're so unwelcome. We have to fight so hard for us to be here. And that's ridiculous. It shouldn't be like that. Not ever. And I, I'm not one to really say that like times have changed, but they kind of have. We're a whole lot more divided as a country but more on a social ground, you know, like we're more divided than ever in the sense of um, how we view people, who we think is welcome here and who's not. But I think it's because it's more uh, polarized. Like we have Twitter and all that stuff. I wasn't, it wasn't like that in the eighties and all that because your news came from newspapers and TV shows and shit. Like we didn't see a lot of stuff out and about and you couldn't attack people online because now that you can, you can make people feel unwanted. You can go through their past. You can get them fired. It's fucked up. It's like survival of the fittest. And let's be honest, the people that attack you online, they usually like say shit that they wouldn't say to you in person. Like ever. The shit I read, dude, about like go kill yourself, castrate yourself, things like that. I'm like, you would never say this to a person in public, even if you were about to fight them. I think I do. Yeah, we need to take a vacation to Alaska or Texas. I gotta ask, what is what is with your obsession with Alaska? You've explained some things to me, but come, I gotta hear this. Alaska is the most beautiful place on the planet. A. B. It's It's never hot there. Hey, (laughs) cold is better. I would rather be really. I'd be rather be cold than be hot. Being hot is miserable. Dude, being, I love hot being hot is so miserable. But being cold, I can put more clothes on and get warm. I can only take so much clothes off before <laughs> I get indecent exposure. I can't stand the cold, man. I've lived here all my life and I can't stand the fucking cold. But I love heat only because I was in Galveston Island and places where there's humidity for like couple weeks on end not a full lifetime so i'm sure my opinion would be the same there like oh it sucks here but let's be honest nobody likes dry heat and that's what we get out here dry heat fucking sucks it is dry heat, but no dry, dry heat is better than humid heat i was in louisiana 112 degrees with 99 percent humidity it was the most miserable i've ever been Bro, I must be a freak because I love humidity. When I was in Texas, dude, and I'd go, I'd go to the beach, I'd dry off, still wet, go take a shower, still wet. It was like a sticky feeling. A lot of people hate it, but I loved it. I just felt like amazing. The weird part is the stinky, sweaty shit that goes on. That sucks. I think if you live out in a place where there's humidity, you may want to invest in adult wipes as opposed to like toilet paper. Yeah, you need you need compression shorts or you get chub rub like it's nobody's business. I get a lot of chub rub, dude. A lot of it actually is from the cold for me because uh, humidity, like heat's actually good for your skin depending on where you're at. 
uh, cold is bad if you have eczema like I do, especially with asthma. Cold really fucks with your asthma. But I mostly have like chub rub issues or, you know, eczema issues like on my legs, which is weird because they're never exposed. I always wear pants to work or, you know, slacks or something like that. The only time I wear shorts is summertime. Every time it's hot and I don't wear compression shorts, I get chub rug on my butt cheeks and inside of my thigh. It's the worst thing. One thing that truly sucks about... Yeah, like one thing that truly sucks about dry heat is you get really sweaty in areas that you don't want to be sweaty in. And you have like swamp ass. And you just took a shower. But you still have swamp ass because you're magically sweating out your asshole. Yeah, you're walking and you can hear a squish, quick, quick, quick. Uh, it's the most uncomfortable feeling, dude. When you feel it, you're like, I think I shit myself. You got to yeah, go exactly. home and change. <laughs> you're like, I don't want to sit out because if I get up, everyone's going to get some fish waft. <laughs> but no, dude, I need a vacation. I wouldn't mind a lot. Here's my thing to me. I'm just like, I hate the cold, but it's also because I'm not prepped for the cold. I wear a hoodie when I'm outside in six degree weather like these last few days. I don't wear a beanie. I always wear a hat. I wear some nice-ass gloves. Like, we're talking gloves that are meant for, like, heat and shit, but or for the cold, but they have heat in them. They're, like, insulated, so they're really nice. But, man, I don't fucking... I'm not prepared for the cold. So if I went to Alaska, I'd need a whole fucking wardrobe get-up going on. My thing was, like, today, we woke up, and it was, like, 20 degrees, 30 degrees all day, and I was, like... I wore a long sleeve shirt, a pair of sweatpants, and a pair of Crocs. And early in the morning, I had a lighter jacket on, but I just don't get cold very easy. My, my, the basement where I live, the my apartment building, my apartment basement house thing, is never more than sixty two degrees. That's true. You're in the basement, so it's always like colder. Which is, a, you know, it's a good thing. But having to, like, you know, like, when I lived with my mom, I lived in the upstairs level, like, in the fucking room to the right near the sun. It was always hot, dude. We put, like, swamp coolers in there, and it would make the room smell like fish and shit. It was disgusting. I hated it. I had a fucking rag that I went and bought that was dedicated to sweat. I got to wipe myself off playing Xbox. Dude, like, fuck. <sighs> my brother's like, dude. <laughs> Is that NBA match intense or what? I'm like, no, dude, it's just hot up here. <laughs> it sucks. It's like 90 degrees and the house is 40. But in the basement, it was always like nice and chill. I don't want to hear anyone say they hate heat, though, until they've been in my apartment for longer than 10 minutes. Oh, my God. Your wife is a freaking psychopath. Dude, she always wants to be hot. I don't, I don't understand it. Like, always. Sometimes it's nice. Like... Our car has those seat warmers or whatever. So when I get in, even on a sunny day, the seat warmers on, I'm like, hell yeah, this feels amazing. After a while, I start to sweat. I'm like, holy fuck, I got to turn this off. I walk in this apartment, dude, the fucking heater's on and it's like 80 degrees out. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> the wintertime, it sucks worse because that thing's on full blast. And I'm like, dude, it's not that cold outside. I promise it's not. Even when it's negative 20 out, dude, we don't really need the heater on. It'll be cold in here, but it ain't that bad. But Chanel loves to be warm. I always joke with her. I'm like, dude, I need to buy you lava rocks to wrap yourself in. She was like, oh, my God. Fuck. Like, she got excited by the topic. And I was like, oh, what the hell is wrong with you? What kind of monster? (laughs) She loves heat. And, like, I do, too, but not that much, dude. Like, I don't want to be in a 100-degree room when there's 100-degree weather. I'm not cool with that at all. I need a fan at some point. It's just, it's the dry heat that I hate the most. I'm like, fuck, it's so hot. Especially when you're walking outside in jeans, like a dumbass, like me. In the summertime, I've worn jeans before, and I'm like, ooh, I immediately regret this decision. Because it is literally like a swamp down there. But, uh... Yeah, I get yeah. I get you. The second it starts to get to, like, 65 degrees, I start sweating real bad. Austin's like, I fucking hate it here. <laughs> That's me in the mornings, dude. Dude, I'll be we're... like... <laughs> Go ahead. And working in the um, and then freaking working in the trucks. I remember during the summer it was a hundred 
and it was 105 degrees outside. We measured in the truck. It was 128 degrees inside the truck. Yeah, no, see, fuck all that. I'm good. I'm way I, too I was hot. literally dying. I couldn't do that shit. Well, you're cooking, so it's like fucking heat is always just in your face. Not to mention it's outside. Summertime, I bet, is a bitch. Oh, shit. Did you freeze again? Oh, no. He's gone. My homie just left me here again. That was weird. My fucking clock just started counting down. Well, Austin, I guess we'll wait till you join us again, being frozen and all. Um, in the meantime, folks, you can check out Great Girth Presents Graveshift. Brand new episode up, by the way. Um, if you go to our Facebook page, you can find a link to it. Um, I th- I'd say it's a pretty legit episode. It's like 16 minutes long of me rambling on about shit that doesn't really matter or pertain to the podcast, but it's a little honest. update. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> what happened? Cinnamon jelly beans. They're cancer. Is that what lost this connection? Because <laughs> it said it said you dropped off. So every time you drop off, me and the audience have a little joke that we 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 call it. It's everybody's favorite segment. Tony disconnected, so it's just us. So what grind what grinds Austin's gears this week? Uh, sorry about why the cherry and the cinnamon jelly beans are the same color. What in the fuck? <laughs> Dude, I don't like cherry anything really. I like cherries, but yeah, cherry on the end. Oh my god, dude! Fucking, I was watching a AEW Dynamite, and uh, Buddy Murphy made his debut. And you probably don't know who Buddy Murphy is, but he was in a fucking. He's been around for a while. He was in WWE. They let him go. He debuted as Buddy Matthews. He's the third member of the House of Black or whatever. So anyway, in WWE, he had a storyline that was very cringy. Like, it hurt to watch it. The storyline was he was dating Rey Mysterio's daughter, who's like 19 years old in real life. This man's got to be like 30, and even he's uncomfortable with it. And it makes no sense. It's a stupid storyline. But he had potential, and he was a badass wrestler. (laughs) Yeah, dude, arrest his ass. The port is ass. I gotta tell you the story behind that. See, hold on, time out. Not to complete, not to completely derail the conversation. But did you see the conversation people were having about Millie Bobby Brown? No, what's going on there? She turned eighteen a few days ago, and there are dudes who like, I've been waiting years for this day. I've been waiting years for this day. Or woo, now she get an OnlyFans and. I mean, I'm I'm so happy she's 18. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for years to see her titties. I'm like, what? Years ago, she was 11. She was 11. Yeah. Like, she was on Stranger Things. How the fuck did you find that attractive? But, dude, here's the thing I feel like a total creep, and I'm going to say it. I've got a new Hollywood crush, and she was born in 2002. So, so she's like 19. Oh, no. Still a child, in my opinion. What are you doing? Uh, She's 20 years old. Okay. Still pretty young, though. I believe I'm saying her name right. It's Jenna Ortega. I saw her in the new Scream movie. Apparently, she's been in other movies. Dude. We'll just put it that way. But she's so young. Oh, I know who this is. Yeah. Oh my god, she's from Disney Channel. She's yeah. from the freaking um the the where they're the, the mo- stuck in the middle and Richie Rich. Yeah, I know who this is. Right. No, dude, she's an attractive young woman, but she's a girl. Like she's young. I'm almost 30, so I felt really uncomfortable admitting this to myself. I was like, oh no, something's not right in my head. And I was watching the screen, like, I really hope that she's at least 18. I won't feel too creepy. 
I'm definitely not looking at an OnlyFans because I'll feel like a giant pervert. Man, so many people have OnlyFans. Uh, you know, I could do that. Um, she she rem- I, she reminds me of when she was a little kid. I could see that's the thing. Like child actors and actors, I couldn't I couldn't do it. Like, I don't know, bro. Let's Alexa Vegas singing. She played Carmen in Spy Kids. She's fucking hot now. Oh, Carmen. She was like my age when she was in those movies. No, no, not at all. She looks like a worn down porn actress. She looks like she's been used to one too many times. Fuck Austin. (laughs) She she looks like she got headbutt real hard because she's got two black eyes in that picture. She's actually a conservative Christian, too. Well, that's awesome, but that doesn't mean that. No, I was like, that mean she passes the spank big test. <laughs> <laughs> I like her, dude. She's good looking. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> but she, no, I see what you're saying. Because you watch that shit as a kid or even as a teenager, and then they get older. And you're like, I, I still can't see it. It's way too much for my childhood. The thing is, like, I. When I was younger, I, I, I had a big crush on Lindsay Lohan, and now mm. looking back at it, it's like Lindsay Lohan is a dog. I hate myself for saying and I had a crush on her aged, when she was in her before loaded. She aged so poorly. She looks so creepy. She looks like Michael Jackson nowadays. Have you, no, have you seen a picture of her She looks like recently? a prostitute. Yeah, no, she looks terrible. It was all those drugs. Like, that had and to have been my favorite. Like Michael Jackson. My favorite celebrity chick, though, that looked like a drug addict was Brittany Murphy. Dude, she made looking like a meth head hot. <laughs> she was good looking. But then she died. And I don't believe the story that was given to us. I think that's conspiracy theory. We'll not go into that. But, man, Lindsay Lohan looks like ass. She kind of looks like that. That little, like, single sheet of toilet paper that you get from the roll. And that's not what you wanted. You wanted more. And you're like, what, what do I do with this? Oh, my God. It was worse. No, Lindsay Lohan looks like Jackson. Oh, God. What happened? <laughs> Britney Spears looks pretty good still. So does her sister. And yeah, uh, Hillary Duff. Is Hillary it's Duff hard. still? What is? She's in movies. What she's just not as Duff popular. do nowadays? Bro, she's been in a bunch of movies. She's just not as popular anymore. She's not in, like, good movies. Oh, yeah, Hillary Duff's still um, attractive. She's, like, a full-grown woman, and she's, like, not as crazy as a lot of the Disney stars her age. But she's been in a few movies. It's just, I don't think it's anything that's really, like, memorable. I saw her in one called War with John Cusack. Uh, Basically, he's, like, this hitman that's sent to go deal with some u.s embassy in iraq and you know he's looking for his target enemy well he runs across her and she's a stripper that's hitting on him a lot but he's like grossed out by her because he learns that that's his daughter which is a really fucked up story if you ask me that's kind of messed up that's some luke skywalker have you how you how your mother remake the how i met your father yeah, she's in that. Chanel's been watching it, and I'm like, I just Apparently can't do it because, A, well, I didn't like I How I Met Your Mother. I haven't watched any of it. I just, I don't know. I don't like reboots. Like, you know they did that with um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, right? There's a new one. And it's way too serious. And super woke. Um, but um, they're doing a new Lizzie McGuire TV series. Did you see that? Yes, I'm actually excited for that. I know how dumb that sounds, but dude, big part of my childhood. I would kill to see a Drake and Josh movie again, like a reunion. They've been talking about that for years, but apparently the two don't like each other, so who the fuck knows? And we probably won't get it now that Drake's been accused of um God, what did he do? He was like sexting some young girl. Something along those Drake. lines, but Oh yeah. yeah. It was it was Drake it was Drake and Millie Bobby Brown. And they were saying Drake is swimming. <laughs> He's like, she's eighteen now. Full, full circle. God damn, that whole car. The whole thing full life. circle. <laughs> That's some lying <laughs> shit. Oh my god. 
See, I never found her attractive for obvious reasons. <laughs> she's a so child. Polly Brown? Yeah, I've never thought she was attractive because she's a fucking child, so I couldn't see it. I've not really looked at this at this woman, so let's see. She's 18 now. Yeah, she what is I remember all the her rage from... about this lady. Here we go. Millie Bobby Brown. She's too small. Here's my thing. I just can't do these. Why is the number one search for Millie Bobby Brown, Millie Bobby Brown chest? People got to stop. She turned 18 three days ago. That has to be the very. My God. I swear to God. You know, she kind of looks like, though. Who? Um, from 16 Candles and It and Are you talking about Molly Ringwald? Yes! She wasn't in It. Or not, Molly she Ringwald really wasn't, a... wasn't in It. The, the, um... She was thinking of The Stand. Dude, but Molly oh, Ringwald... Yeah, like... Oh, dude, she was fine. She, yeah, she still candles. is. Yeah, she's very, very... She's an attractive woman. Oh yeah, man. She she grew into a really attractive woman. But I the saw her. Who looks most like Molly Ringwald was the person who was in it. Oh, Jessica Chastin, or Ch- I don't fucking know how to no, say her name. Oh no, what's her name? It's not Amy Adams. It's like a Jessica something. Let me IMD this because now it's gonna bother me. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Not I see. I like. He's all fuck. I downloaded the wrong it movie. Uh, 1967. I need the other it. From 2017. Damn it. Can I look at the wrong one? No, it's from 2019. Damn, that movie came out in 2017. Holy crap. It is Jessica Chastain or Chastain. God, she's not bad looking either. And I'm not really into like. Uh, no, no, no. The person up. who looks like Millie Bobby Brown was Sophia. Lilith. Hold on, let me look this up. I gotta see this now. Oh yeah, she's the child actor from the first one. She does yeah, actually. How old is? Yeah, she? yeah, yeah. Oh, she's twenty. What? She looks so much like Millie Bobby Brown. Like her in the put a picture of her next. Or she looks like um. Molly Ringwald. Put the picture of her in it. And Molly Ringwald from The Breakfast Club, same person. They are the same part. You can't convince me they're not. I liked Molly Ringwald. I li- I'm weird. I like Breakfast Club and Sixteen Candles. I like all those movies. Those are classics. Yeah, they're chick licks, but they're fucking classics. Molly Ringwald hey, was the, the shit. Uh, Breakfast Breakfast Club is not a. It's more of a high school drama. Yeah, it's more of one of the greatest films ever made. Yo, you want to know how old I am? Don't you forget about me. I learned today, and maybe I'm behind, because apparently a lot of people knew this. Did you know that Howie Mandel voiced uh, Gizmo and Gremlins? Seriously? I swear to God, dude. I was I'm that old that I found that out today. I was like, oh. I, Yeah, I told somebody they're like, Yeah, you didn't know that? I was like, No, I didn't fucking know that. <laughs> like I always thought he was doing stupid play shows and shit. Oh, <laughs> like games. I didn't know. Oh. Isn't it a fucking mind blower? So, I just looked I'm looking up Sophia Lilith. So I want to find a picture of her. And Molly Ringwald from the... So I look up Sophia Lillis. And do you want to get... Just just guess what the number one search search thing for Sophia Lillis is? Nude? Nope. Worse. What is it? Feet. That's all. Uh, why? Why? That's gross. People have to Dude, stop. feet gross now. I don't care if you're Jessica Alba or Jennifer Lopez. Feet are nasty. You could be a model or a goddess. I don't fucking care. Feet are gross. That shit grosses me out. I don't get the feet foot fetish thing. 
And that's apparently a very big trend on Pornhub. Have you have you seen the WikiFeet website? The fuck is WikiFeet? No, what is that? Oh my god, this is so funny. So there there is a website called WikiFeet where you can search up like any famous person. Whether they're super famous or only kind of famous, and see pictures of their feet, and then you and like a bunch of other people can rate them on a scale from one to five. But their but their rating system is broke, so you can get a higher rating than five. <laughs> I give her a twelve. So, <laughs> so, Ethan, so Ethan Klein uh, from Have you ever watched H H three H three Productions? Yeah. Um. So Ethan. Klein has like a 5.9 rating out of 5 on WikiFeet. Fuck. Because he told all his people to go and rate all his rate his pictures. And dude, it's so freaking funny. He and a bunch of dudes have been just been going to war on WikiFeet on who can get the highest rating. And they're like sending their fans over. And Ethan calls his people his foot soldiers. Hey, foot soldiers, go to Wiki Feet and rank my feet soldiers. high, so we can be the number, be the number one on Wiki Feet. No, that's pretty good. Foot, foot soldiers, I've I've never heard that before in my life. That's fucking hilarious. Feet soldier, dude. You know how there's like all those websites that you can pay good money to see like celebrity nude pics, like leaked shit, and most of it's fake. Yeah. There's one, it's like uh, Paige from WWE, and she's given head and all that, and everyone's like, this is clearly fake. It came out that that was real, 100% real. It looks fake oh, as shoot. fuck, but it's really her. Yeah, she's doing some dude, like, just doing her thing, and she lets him finish on her WWE Divas belt. How the fuck she still has a job <laughs> is beyond me. I'd be like, ugh, gross. <laughs> Burn it. It's got semen on it. That's disgusting. There's some uh um, Go ahead. Yeah, um, so that woman on TikTok that I'm freaking obsessed with. Remind me the name. Abby Wilson. Wait a minute. That's the one that you were like, hey, this is why you need to join TikTok, right? Yes. Okay, yes. I know you're talking about. <laughs> Maybe the most attractive woman on earth. Um, her ex boyfriend leaked just a ton of her photos. Did you see them? They've been all over the internet. Austin's <laughs> like, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> I've scrolled through Reddit, and I'm part of one of these groups where they just repost her TikToks. And so, like, I'm scrolling through my Reddit, and I'm reading about like how the ruble, the ruble, who is rush rush rush's currency has dropped in um, value so bad that... Do you know what Roblox is? I've heard of it, yes. Yeah, there is a currency in the game called Robux, and you can buy them with real money. So they have an exchange rate. The exchange rate for Robux is higher has a better exchange rate than the actual Russian ruble. So you could buy more stuff in Russia with a Robux than you could with their actual currency. Yeah, it's like using crypt, uh, cryptocurrency basically here. Except for it's not as uh, big yet. I mean, it's getting there. Down the street at the pawn shop by my fucking house, there's an ATM where you can buy crypto and withdraw for like your account. It's kind of weird how that works. Yeah, dude. I um, We, at the on the food truck... We were at the Denver um, cryptocurrency convention. This was five blocks for that convention. We were there. There was like hundreds of thousands of people there. Are you fucking serious? That's a lot of fucking yeah, people. Yeah, it was insane. Andrew Yang was there. Governor Pulis showed up. Oh, shit. Did you know that fucking PragerU was here recently? They had a, what's his name, Will Witt, the guy that does like conversations with people on the street. They did one about, do you believe that uh, black people are owed reparations? And I clicked on it. It's a more recent one. And it's all, hey, well, we're here. And we're in downtown Denver on the 16th Street Mall. And I was like, where was I? Like, 
I didn't see you there. What the fuck? I would have been answering you like, yeah, Prager, you all the way, bitch. Like, <laughs> I love when they come out here. Or like when Ben Shapiro comes out here next time, dude, I'm buying tickets. Or I'm going to beat the fuck out of people to get in line. Yeah. Um, the good thing is they're starting to do that thing is now when they're going places, if you're a Daily Wire subscriber, you get priority access to tickets. Dude, for real, I gotta find this because yeah, I'm a, I'm not an all access member. I'm an insider, so like I pay the fifteen a month. I'm legitimately thinking though, at tax time, I may just pay for an annual subscription to be all access. Dude, there's more fucking perks. It, it's kind of bullshit, actually. I'm like, what the fuck? If you're like all access, you get access to shit early. So like when a uh, Terror on the Prairie comes out, I think you get it like a couple of hours before its debut or whatever. And I was like, what the fuck? How? Or there's some shit you can't watch without all access membership. But I'm like, dude, all access, though, requires you to pay, like, an annual subscription. That's, like, almost $200. Yeah. Uh, um, I can't wait for that movie to come out. Me either. And I'm going to watch like that. It's going to be too. awesome. Oh, bro, I'm looking forward to it. That looks like old school cowboy and Indian shit. I'm looking forward to the other yeah. one too, as dumb as it sounds. Yeah, that one is Hyperions. Yeah, it looks interesting. I'm actually going to watch after this when we get off the show. I'm going to watch that episode two of The Search, that new show that Ben's doing where he like sits with people in a coffee shop and has conversations. He yeah, did man, one. I tr- I tried to watch that, and it's just so horribly awkward. Well, it definitely feels staged. It doesn't feel like they're really sitting there having a conversation. It feels like they're scripted. Well, even then, it feels just so awkward. Well, it's not what you're used to either. You're used to hearing like Ben blabber on on his show, but he, or you know, on the Sunday special, it even feels different. But it was weird. It had like a Hollywood production value, but it's very like calm, and it's just different. I can't remember right. who he did it with. Like right when it's Okay, this would be cool. Then Jordan Peterson walks. And then Jordan Peterson sits down and they start talking. You're like, okay. But as it starts to go on, the more it goes on, the more awkward and kind of weird it feels. It feels like they're trying to force a conversation when there's not really one. It feels like when Ben and he are actually together. I I feel like when they're actually together without cameras, there's not a lot of conversation. It's more than just sitting together reading books or something stupid. And then it's off and on. But this, like, them forcing them to have a conversation, it just felt so weird. I did like uh, Adam Carolla's Truth Yeller series they're doing. Have you, you watched any of that? Not yet. There's three episodes so far. One's with um, Rob Riggle. The third one was with uh, T.J. Miller, who I really love. And then the first one's with Jay Leno. So he's got celebrities on there. And basically, he does, like, a little comedy sketch for like i don't know 15 20 minutes then he brings on the guests they play games that are like um about is it woke or is it offensive like just funny shit and then he does a small segment where he yells truth or in his opinion truth what was funny to me is in the third episode with tj miller at the end he's like all right tj well this is kind of the part where the guest usually gets off the stage and goes and watches the rest he's like no, nah, not me, man. It looks like my cheeseburger's ready, so I'm going to go ahead and try not to steal a show. You do your thing. T.J. Miller sits right by him in a chair and starts eating a burger while Adam Carolla is trying to do his fucking bit. <laughs> it's like when you see T.J. Miller, like, mm, getting down on that fucking burger. Rob Riggle was interesting to That's me because great. I didn't know that Rob Riggle was a real-life veteran, and I didn't know that he was very like uh, open about what he believes. Because you see him and you think Step Brothers, The Hangover, you know, movies where he's played small roles, or the other guys. You would have never thought that he wasn't part of, like, the whole liberal elite thing that's going on. He's very open about his beliefs, and I guess he's a pro golfer and shit, too. So, it was interesting. I don't give a fuck about Jay Leno, but I still found the episode interesting. Yeah, um... Oh, boy. Yeah, I, I didn't know that Rob Riggle actually golfs. 
Yeah, he even talks about it on the show. Like, he tells us a funny story about it. He's like, you know, I go, he's like, I go off all the time for charity, for fun. And he's like, and here's a story about, you know, another celebrity I was with that basically shit themselves and how they reacted to the situation. <laughs> but yeah, he's like a yeah, real life golfer. And pro. Yeah, I knew that Rob Riggle was in the Marines for like 20 years, like a lieutenant colonel or something for a long, for a while. He's funny as hell, though. Yeah. I always thought he should get his yeah. own movie. I was watching Step Brothers, and I forgot he was in that. They're they at the table laughing, and he just goes, shut the fuck up! <laughs> just out of the blue, goes off on him. <laughs> I loved him in The Hangovers. I'll shut that baby up! Shut that fucking baby up! <laughs> Dude, I love Rob Riggle. He's awesome. Fucking TJ Miller, too. I like him a lot because he's from Denver and shit, but his movies are funny as hell, too. Like, he even cracks jokes about it. He's, like, talking about being in Transformers with Mark Wahlberg. He's like, it's the one with Mark Wahlberg. I think it was like four or five, and the fans like it's five. He's like, "Which one is it? Five? So like, oh, you were in it. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm asking you. Which one was it?" <laughs> Fucking oh you know awesome! He's really, really, really underrated. Who? Patrick Warburton. Wait, say that again. You cut out. Patrick Warburton. I think insanely underrated. Oh, dude, he's hilarious like and he's actually a good actor um he was lemony snicket in the new series yeah he was lemony snicket the narrator and i was like what the fuck give us a patrick warburton and rob riggle buddy cop movie did you know that patrick warburton in one of his early film roles he was in scream three he was a security guard that gets murdered yeah, he's a complete asshole to David Arquette in it. And I was like, that's part Patrick Warburton. I totally forgot about this. <laughs> yeah, he gets fucking stabbed that's, and shit. I was like, Jesus. Joe Swanson. What the hell? Dude, I know how dumb this sounds. I remember him mostly from that show he did with David Spade. Um, what the fuck is that called? It was a, a sitcom. It wasn't all that great, but I, I thought it was funny. But I also... When I think of Patrick Warburton, I think of The Emperor's New Groove. Again, with David Spade. Oh, yeah. yeah. He played the voice of that one yeah, dumbass, Patrick dude. Warburton, yeah, Patrick Warburton was in Rules of Engagement. Rules of Engagement. That's what it is, yeah. I liked that show. A lot of people thought it was stupid, but yeah, it I was interesting. Yeah, I liked Rules of Engagement. It's pretty funny. I used to love this show that was on that had the janitor from Scrubs. It was called The Middle or whatever. He's like a dad... Who's got like an, an average, you know, blue collar family in the middle of nowhere? It was pretty funny. I think it's called The Middle, not Malcolm in the Middle, <laughs> which is another great show that oh, I really yeah. like. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Middle with the girl from Everybody Loves Raymond and and Breck, the little kid. Who's, <laughs> He's a midget. Um, Atticus Schaefer. Yeah, Atticus Schaefer. Yeah, dude, I know how stupid I sound. I didn't know that he was. Uh, what's the appropriate word, dwarf or little person? Until I saw him on a show dwarf that I was watching. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, People McNugget. Um, he was like, he was on the show and he's like, I want to. And I was like, wait a minute, why does that look so familiar? And I looked at him. I'm like, what is he? 18? He's a fucking grown man. I was like, yeah. How do I not see this shit? How do I not know? No wonder he looks so weird looking in the fucking middle. But. I like that show. I fucking love um, Scrubs. That's another one that I don't think a lot of people really give a much appreciation to. It's it's stupid, but it's funny. One of my all-time favorite shows growing up as a kid was Becker. <laughs> Not a show for kids to really watch, but I thought I loved Ted Danson, so I, I just enjoyed it. Definitely a Seinfeld guy, too, man. I fucking love Seinfeld. Don't ask me about oh. Friends. I hate Friends. Yeah, dude, Friends is the most unfunny popular TV show ever. It hurts to watch, dude. It makes me want to tear out my fucking eyes. It's zero. And, like, I love that meme line that says, "What the thing I would do, um, it's like, if I I won the lottery, the first thing I'd do was um, buy the publishing rights to Friends remove the laugh track and upload it just so everybody else can see how horribly unfunny it is. 100%. I never thought that show was funny. I never understood the appeal to it. 
I think it's got to be a chick flick type of thing. I, I don't, I don't, don't like it. There's maybe one or two funny jokes in the whole, the whole film. Uh, it's everybody like talks about of... what's the great. Everybody talks about like uh, the funniest shows of all time. Like, everybody goes, "Oh, Friends!" No, Friends isn't even close. Well, not even close. No, like I, you know, what pisses me off too. People are like, oh, "The Office is the greatest TV show of all time." Like the office, the office isn't even as good at at its own thing as like Parks and Rec is. <laughs> Parks and Rec is like double the quality of the office. Parks and Rec no, it has funny, no bad I love seasons. the office. Fuck you. Parks and Rec has no bad seasons. Their last season has two episodes that are kind of iffy. Everything else is near perfection. The office has its entire first season is really um average and then there's three seasons at the end where it's just abject garbage no after steve carell left it sucked i hated it but i loved that show see i love it's always sunny in philadelphia but i'll even go as far as saying that's not even close to being one of the funniest shows of all time but i love it that show is fucking hilarious i I I think i think the greatest tv show of all time is parks and rec for me it depends on topic it's kind of hard to compare them if I were to like, to me, the greatest like TV series or show of all time is a tie between The Sopranos and Breaking Bad. Those two have to be like the greatest. But I think the most overrated, in my opinion, like the worst. And I actually enjoyed it, but Sons of Anarchy, I don't think it's as good as what it got. It was a great show. I loved it, yes, but I just didn't think it was as good as people made it out to be. Because there's a lot of episodes and seasons that were just like, eh. But people talk about it like it's fucking above and beyond. And I'm like, no, it's really not that great. It's something that I tell people, watch watch it once. Don't go buy the seasons. You'll probably never watch it again. I'm the same way with fucking, uh, what's that show that everyone talks about? The one with Ted Danson where they're like in purgatory or whatever. Um, oh, the good place. That TV show is so good. That's another extremely underrated actor. Ted Danson is. Oh, I so love Ted Danson. Good. Yeah, no, I love Ted the Danson. Good place I just get is show. so amazing. <clears throat> I hate when they do reboot shows like Hannibal and shit. It's like, what the fuck? Why? Or what? Sorry, you cut out. Yeah, I was just saying that The Good Place is one of my like top three favorite TV shows of all time. I do not understand you. <laughs> Chanel loves it. Freaking you know, Darcy Carden and Kristen Bell and Ted Danson. Oh, my God. That TV show is so good. I fucking love Ozark. That's my new favorite. Um, the one I've been wanting to watch before we close this show up, the one I've been wanting to watch, I want to watch with Chanel because it's definitely from our childhood. It's Pam and Tommy. It's a fictional, somewhat inspired by true events about the leaked sex tape of Pam Anderson and Tommy from uh, Motley Crue. And I was like, I want to watch that because that's from our child. That's our time. We both remember that shit. So we know we can't watch it around the kids because it's probably going to be graphic, but we just haven't had the time. So I'm like, God damn it. There's got to be like eight episodes out. I want to see it. But anyway, <clears throat> stay tuned, people, because we have two new episodes coming up with two guests, um, both of which will be interesting. We'll get into it when we get there. And in the meantime, if you like this episode, you'd love to check out more. Definitely look at the backlog at the home base. That is right. That is the great podcast.com. I've said this a million times. This is where you go to get laughs entertainment from two really immature dudes again that is the great girth podcast.com you can find us on facebook slowly moving in on rumble it's kind of a pain in the ass process so bear with me on that um otherwise shit i had fun the only new thing i really have to add to this is that i was officially able to join truth social after a three-day wait list that was fucking amazing Shit pissed me off, dude. I signed up for it, and it's like, you're on the wait list. You're number 97,000. I was like, oh, fuck. I'll never get to do this. And then three days later, I was on. (laughs)
So far, it's pretty cool. As an imitator, it's pretty cool. Hold on. Ah, COVID. But yeah, it's interesting. Basically, but you know how all the imitators like Parlor and all that were really buggy? This one's like really good. It's got really good software. It's doesn't oh, crash God. or nothing. It's got it's got it's got a zillion dollars behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's really good so far. I'm impressed with it. It's a little slow burner though because not everyone's using it yet, and you don't know anybody, so you're just like following people that follow you out of the blue, hoping it's not a nutsack. <laughs> but yeah, um, check us out at thegreatgrowthpodcast.com. Awesome, buddy. I will see you on the Monday episode. Adios.